0: welcome to the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. My name is Reverend Jason Warren Griffiths. I'm really glad you're here, as are the team uh, and I. Can you hear better? <laughs> Wonderful. No, oh, I was checking on the front row. last. We didn't have enough ear things last week. Uh, it's August 29th, is that right? Holy smokes. That means next week, is the all church picnic is that correct yes. I want to make sure everyone signs up and fills out one of these yellow things and I'll see you here next week and we'll have tacos doesn't that sound delicious I think so. I wish I was I'm ready for those right now carne asada please maybe one carnitas I don't know if the options are there um it's August 29th for those in the podcast I'm glad you're listening For those that are here in the sanctuary, I'm glad you're here, and I like the hustle and bustle. I actually like that you're not hearing me right now, most of you. Uh, But that's a lot of community, and we've we've been long wanting to be back together. Amen? Amen. I said amen? Amen. Okay, perfect. Maybe that's one way I can get everybody back together. Last week of the... Summer of two thousand twenty-one. This is the finale or the final of our series in Esther, and so we're going to get a a bunch of hope that we've been. I've been promising. Remember, like every week, it's been one of the applications. Show up, show up next week. Show up next week. Um, but I'm glad you're here. I'm going to open this. Actually, make sure you said hi to somebody i i I don't want to rile this up again but i do want to point out we since it is the last summer sunday let's pause and praise god for our contemporary worship band that was here doing double duty all during the drive-in services and um so we gave the, the band uh, the, sum, the the Sunday off. They've got a comp time, you know, some rest, some R and R. So we'll be praying uh, for them and praising God for them. But it looks like we're gonna have dueling piano and organ or something. It's gonna it looks it looks like we're, there's something fun planned for the service. So uh, I'm excited. Um, let's stand for this morning's call to worship. And then right after that, oh. I also wanted to praise God Kennedy is now a US citizen. You know, you Kennedy he uh, he did a citizenship thing on on Wednesday at 7:30 in the morning. And he came with his little certificate to Wednesday, uh, Wednesday. Afterwards, he took a bus and showed up to our Wednesday morning Bible study and was so uh, proud to be called a fellow American. He, keeps, he got Jim Clark to autograph a book of his. <laughs> Just because he, he respects that man so much. Anyway, so praise God um, for, I don't know, our country welcoming the least and the lost still. Amidst all the crazy. Um, Our call to worship this morning comes from Psalm 45, 1 and 2. And this is the Passion Translation. My heart is on fire, boiling over with passion. Bubbling up within me are these beautiful lyrics as a lovely poem to be sung for the king. Like a river bursting its banks, I'm overflowing with words, spilling out with his sacred story. Beautiful, beautiful, beyond the sons of men. Elegant grace pours out through every word you speak, God. Truly, God has anointed you, his favored one, for all of eternity. Let's worship the Lord, singing God of our fathers, as the lyrics repeat there.
1: At this time, will all children come up for today's children's message? Good morning. So, before we get started, I want to teach you our word of the day. Are you guys ready? It's one. Every time you hear me say one, I want you to hold up your finger to show me one. You guys ready? Let's practice. One. Good job. So I'm sure most of you have heard the song, He's Got the Whole World in His Hands, right? It talks about... You want to hold it for me? Okay, so Everly's got the whole world in her hands right now. It talks about how God has the mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, babies, animals, sun, moon, wind, rain in his hands. And in the Bible, it tells us that Jesus prayed for all of us to be one, To love each other, to love another, and accept each other as God does, so that we would have unity or be one. So, what does this mean? I think it means that God created one world. How many? One. He didn't create different worlds for different people, He created one world for lots of different people. And Jesus prayed that we would act like one. How can we do that? Well, one of the most important things we can do is to love everyone. So on our globe here, Ev, can you show us where we live? It might not be accurate here. We're right here. Can you show everyone right here? Okay. This is the country where we live. Does God want us to love only the people in this country? Of course not. That wouldn't be unity or one. God wants us to love everyone all over the world, just like God does. Now let us pray just as Jesus did. And in our prayer, you're going to fill in the word one. I'll let you know it's your turn by stopping. Pray with me. God, help us to love one another just like you do. And thank you for making our one awesome, incredible world. Help us to be one in Christ. In your name we pray. Amen. At this time, all children and youth are dismissed. If we confess our sins, God is
2: faithful and just and will cleanse us of our sins and all of our unrighteousness. Together, let us confess our sins against God and neighbor. Almighty God, you love us, but we have not loved you. You call, but we have not listened. We walk away from neighbors in need, wrapped in our own concerns. We condone evil, prejudice, warfare, and greed. God of grace, help us to admit our sin so that as you come to us in mercy— we may repent, turn to you, and receive forgiveness through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. So hear the good news. Christ died for us. Christ rose for each one of us. Christ reigns in power for us. And Christ prays for us. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old has gone. A new life has begun. Believe the good news. In Christ Jesus, we are forgiven.
0: Excellent. I don't know about you, but that fills a separate tank inside me, right? That's nice. Amen. Uh, benediction. Now, let's, uh, let's, let's finish this series on Esther. Amen? If anybody, if, if, if you haven't been here, I've got to tell you a couple things before we round this out. One is... Um, Esther's the only book in the Bible that God's name isn't mentioned. Nor is prayer. Um,
3: it's, a, it's, it's truly unique in that it is the 29th. Um, it's truly unique in that it describes characters and we
0: learn truths by watching those characters. It's not by what the characters say that we learn stuff, it's by watching their actions in the midst of a broken and weary world. And our, wor- our world is
3: broken still, right? And so I found it really refreshing. To not be simply told what to think and how to live, but by s- studying these characters being shown. Um, last week, it was the
0: it was the fulcrum. It was the it was the tipping point where Esther and Mordecai have have been backed into a corner. And Haman, the hand of
3: the king, is dead set on killing all the Jews. And Mordecai and Esther, they fast and they mourn. And there's this a slight correction because it doesn't say that they're praying. and i really honed in on that fact but it's actually showing what prayer looks like when you don't call it prayer
0: not using christianese not using bibleese not use not using church lingo this is how prayer looks Remember when Jesus is teaching on prayer in the Sermon on the Mountain, he says, you shouldn't be like a resounding gong and you shouldn't make a big show of it and say, Hey, I'm praying, blah, 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 Instead, you should go in a corner, in a closet,
3: and talk to your heavenly father in secret. And that's what Mordecai and Esther are doing.
0: They're mourning and they're fasting on the outside, but on the
3: inside, you know that they're talking to their Heavenly Father and living out their faith.
0: Who in here was raised in a house that said, Sometimes children should be seen and not heard? Have you ever had your parents say that? I think that's actually a, a kind of a biblical idea. Sometimes we should be loving and not saying. We love people. We should be acting it out rather than saying and filling the air with our words. We should be filling
3: this world with the love that we have. Let's read. This is Esther chapter 7.
0: Esther had prepared... And she's going to meet with the king. That's what she's praying for. So the king and Haman went in to the feast, in, into feast with Queen Esther. On the second day, as they were drinking wine, the king again said to Esther, "What is your petition, Queen Esther? It shall be granted to you, and what is your request? Even to the half of my kingdom it shall be fulfilled." Then Queen Esther answered, If I have won favor, have won your favor, O king, and if it pleases the king, that may life be given to me. That is my petition, and the lives of my people, that is my request. For we have been sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be killed, and to be annihilated. If we had been sold merely as slaves, men and women, I would have held my peace, but no enemy can compensate for this damage to the king. Then the king, Ahasuerus, also King Xerxes, that's another name, one of his names, said to Queen Esther, Who is he? Where is he? Who has presumed to do this? Esther said, A foe, an enemy, this wicked Haman. Check seven. There it is. Okay. I think I was around verse verse six. Esther said, a foe, an enemy, the wicked Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and queen. The king rose from the feast in wrath. And went into the palace garden. But Haman stayed to beg his life from Queen Esther. For he saw that the king had had determined to destroy him. When the king returned from the palace garden to the banquet hall, Haman had thrown himself on the couch where Esther was reclining. And the king said, Will he even assault the queen in my presence, in my own house? As the words left the mouth of the king, they covered Haman's face. Then Harbona, one of his eunuchs, one of the eunuchs in attendance of the king said, Look, the very gallows gallows that Haman has prepared for Mordecai, whose word saved the king, stands at Haman's house, fifty cubits high. And the king said, Hang him on that. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the anger of the king abated. This is the word of the Lord. First, first, wow, right? It doesn't disappoint. It's got this book. This, this book has got me hook, line, and sinker. And it's these characters, right? First thing I want to point out, Queen Esther is called queen seven times in this text verse 1, 2, 5, 6, 7 and 8 I got here a Queen Esther doll (laughs) I got a Queen Esther doll the first time I preached on this series which was I don't know when it was but I think it was like 2013 and it hit me we have the wrong people As heroes in our lives. Queen Esther is a hero. Queen Esther is one of those characters that we as followers of Jesus Christ and followers of God of this book, we should be putting Queen Esther. We should all have action figures of Esther and be raised. This is like this is better than Black Widow. You know? This is better than the Scarlet Witch, all these Marvel characters, all these Queen Esther is the real deal. Notice what let's just do a little character assessment how she's living out in the kingdom of God. This is pre-Jesus Christ. So Jesus says, you know, I've come that you might enter into the kingdom of God by making me the king of your lives. She's made the God of the Bible
3: the old testament, the the king of her life. She answers to God and God alone.
0: And she does it every second of every day. And we see that in this text. What are some things that make her just stand out as living? for God and God alone. One is she's going into the king and saying I'm a Jewish
3: person. I'm a part of God's chosen nation. And she doesn't do it without fear. We learned that last week, right? She's
0: she's got her eyes open. In fact, we learned even more. This is the third time the king has said, hey, what may I give you?
3: What do we learn right there? She's patient. Remember in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus says, See, I'm sending
0: you out like sheep into the midst of wolves to be wise as serpents and innocent." As doves. She's living this out. Do you follow? She's good. That's one of the repeated things over and over. And she's not only good, she's smart about the little things. Notice what else, what else is true in this text. The king's asked two times before, what's different about this time? This time the king's drunk, right? You know, this is the beginning of this festival, and this is Purim. They end up celebrating this today. They still celebrate Purim, Jews, right? And remember, we learned a couple weeks ago that Haman actually named him. Purim is the dice. Remember, he rolls the dice, and those dice are actually clay dice that are called Purim. So the enemy in the story names this festival that still rings true today. And what's the festival all about? It's all about God being celebrated and actually throwing a huge party and having lots and lots of fun. And what's the reason for that fun? The misery of the world. How hard it is to wake up every other day and
3: put your character on the outside and stand up for what's true. To love your enemies. To be patient with those who wrong you
0: day after day after day. That's a weird holiday, right? Anybody awake still? Yes, right? That's a weird holiday. That's bizarre. Why would you celebrate that? But that's the Old Testament. That's, that's God, Right? He doesn't paint it like it should be. He painted it as it is. This place is messed up. It hurts. But he gives us character like Esther so that we could see. What does it look like to actually love God and love people and walk that out? To be seen and not heard. She stands up and she says, okay, you're a little tipsy. That check. You're ready. (laughs) Two, you've asked me twice before. Check. Okay, I got you right where you want you. She's beautiful inside and out. Never discount that. That's the key. She's been alone, getting close to God and having God shape her character. Her whole life. And this is that moment where it pays. She stands up and she says,
3: you want to? You want to give me something, king? Spare my life. The king,
0: like like my my wife would interject right here, like most men, has no idea what's going on. (laughs) He's got no clue. He's got zero idea. What? Somebody's trying to kill you? Who's trying to kill you? No, they... There were several motions at presbytery last week. You know, that, that's not in the text. But there's been several moments where King Haman has said straight up to him, I want to kill the Jews. I want to kill the Jews. And he's like, what? We want to kill people? What? Who's what's? And
3: she says, my enemy has a name. And he's right there. It's Haman. King, furious, goes out in the garden.
0: Here's another sad truth. King walks back in. He's 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 raring to kill Haman anyway. What does Haman do? Esther's lounging on the on the on the on the, on the chair. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. And Haman's pleading for his life,
3: but sprawled on her. The king comes in and actually the word in there is, you want to molest my queen? This text isn't how it should be. It's how it is. Pause for a moment for how hard it is to be a woman, right? And we're seeing on the news, Afghanistan, this is Iran, right?
0: this text, is, it's actually Persia which was renamed Iran.
3: Right next to Afghanistan. Right next to this these atrocities that are happening even today.
0: This text says it's, it's been with us for a long, long time. It's been since the garden. It's been a
3: tougher road for women and I think that's an
0: application that's the first one I want to applaud. we need to pray for the women that are being abused and molested in Afghanistan especially but all over the world And we as men of the church need to be opening our eyes. Anybody a dad of a girl? Have a daughter. That's a terrible way to ask. (laughs) I don't know about you, Brian, but my ideas of what it means to be a, a woman totally Changed the day my daughter walked into this world. With some of the stuff that you guys or women go through, I know me as a man, I'd be out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to do that once a month. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Reroute the system. I'm not. I'm not hey, I'm. That's just a, just a sliver. Of walking, walking around, seeing the world through her eyes. I remember the first time, like, because she's like entering teen years. I saw a kid kind of check her out. I honestly wanted to grab him and just start punching. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, okay, Elsie, you can't leave. You're, you're I can understand burkas. I'm just kidding. I can't, <laughs> but I, I, I do, I, I." It is, it is rough. And that's woven in the, into the story. That's woven into the amazingness of this superhero, Esther. She doesn't do it just when I mean, it's easy. She does it in this difficult world, just like you and I. There's pigs in her world, just like there are pigs in our world. There's, there's guys that see women as property in her world, just like there's guys who see women as property in our world.
3: But she stands up for truth and she loves God and she loves her brothers and sisters.
0: That's just Esther. I think the overarching meaning of the book of Esther is what Curry was talking about.
3: God has the whole world in his hands. Do you guys know that song? Okay, let's sing it. Ready? He's got the whole world
0: in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide His hands. He's got me and Buzz in his hands. He's got me and Buzz in his hands. He's got me and Buzz in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. I grew up at Evie Free Fullerton. Thank you very much, Cornell. It made it a billion times better. But we would sing that song and we'd throw people's names out. That's where I got that from. And you plug your name in there. He's got you and me. And I love that little verse. He's got the itty bitty babies. Just itty bitty. Any song that's got itty bitty in it, I like that song. You've heard the Jewish saying, this too shall pass. This is one of our Christian sayings. And it's rooted in the Old Testament, so it is a Jewish saying, but it's also a Christian saying. Because everyone in here knows this. This is a mantra of ours. It's deep down in there. But we forget it all the time, right? Who in here in the last couple weeks has panicked over the littlest of weirdest things? I have. (laughs) This text shows us Remember where it began? We got this Mordecai who's raising his niece like a daughter, Esther. And we got a king, and he has a hand. King's hand is Haman. King King's hand
3: Haman wants to kill Mordecai. Wants to take out Mordecai. And all of his nation. All the people like
0: Mordecai. That's an intense anger. That's an intense ha- hatred. That's how the book begins. How is it ending? In the next chapter, the king makes Mordecai his hand. The king has killed the hand that wants to kill Mordecai and all the Jews. And he has made Mordecai his hand, and the Queen Esther is basically his mind, his ruling power, his engine that makes the things right in his kingdom. Right? I want to read a quote. Um, It is because God's commitment to them, the Jewish people, that an adversary like Haman is bound to fall before them. Yet once again, the narrative leaves that really unstated. Notice that it didn't say, and the tables were turned, Mordecai wins. It just happens. What's that like? That's like life, right? Right? Yes or no? Okay, good. I just, I like a lot of interaction. Everybody knows me, right? You've met me before, right? And we don't have a contemporary worship band, so I can keep going, right? We got 45 minutes. Is everybody okay? Just kidding. I'm almost there. Just relax, everybody. You know me. I got the attention span of a, I don't know what, something that's short. Anyway, it says this. The story goes that the 8th century Prussian king, Frederick the Great, asked a member of his court, for one compelling proof of God's existence. The questioner is usually Frederick, but the, that, that's just an addendum. The reply was, the existence of the Jews. Their survival against all odds could not be explained except on the
3: basis of God's involvement with them. And I would say that we, as followers of Jesus, can easily say the same thing. We've been on the ropes so many times, both as a people group and
0: as individuals. I don't know about you, but have you been on the ropes? I've been on the ropes. There's been days that the world seems to be winning. People against me seem to be winning. It seems like it's going to end up dark and gloomy, right? I remember one time I was working up at Forest Home. And I was uh, one of the men's deans. And I think it was, I was trying to figure out how I wasn't going to flunk some seminary class. And it was like uh, in the middle, it was, uh, or... Yeah, that. Mm, yes, it was. It was. It was. I was. It wasn't going to flunk one of these seminary classes, and I was because I was about to go into it, and I was sitting on. It was decision night. It was like Wednesday or Thursday night up at Forest Home, and I was really stressed about it, and I ended up. I think it was one of the few classes I got a B plus or an A, in later on, uh, looking back, it was wasted time worrying, and I remember sitting and it was. I was sitting with the musician, her name was Angela DeMonk, and um, just angelic voice could play the piano like nobody's biz and she would she would play the, the, the songs uh, Come to Jesus and all those deals while people walked forward and accepted Jesus for the first time. It was pretty amazing stuff week after week. Um, and I'm sitting and I'm whining about my class and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And then Hindsight, I'm like, I was just wasting Angela's time. But Angela points out, um, God never shows up before.
3: He never shows up late. He shows up right on time. Every time. And that's this text. Every time. So this will roll into applications.
0: first application
3: you could be looking into a no win situation but I say if you believe in the God of this book there's no such thing God will come through hang on help us on the way that's the application number
0: one. Application number two. We have a true hero in Esther. Let that truth seep into your life. When's the last time you talked about Esther with anybody? Anybody? Purchase one of these. Or, I don't know, you can borrow mine for a week if you want to. <laughs> realize that the people that you're making into heroes usually aren't. Real, realize that the, the, Esther is a hero. The people in this room that are walking the walk with Jesus Christ, day in, day out, no thanks, they're heroes. Stop putting the wrong people on the pedestals And remind yourself that the people in this text and the people in your lives that walk out with you,
3: they're heroes. Pray for women.
0: Pray for women, especially in Afghanistan, right now. It says over and over, our primary weapon in this world is talking to God. In Galatians, when he says, put on the full armor of God, what's it to do? How do we go into battle? He says, put on belt of truth, breastplate of righteousness, shoes for sharing the gospel, helmet of salvation, shield of faith, sword of the spirit, so that you may get on your knees and pray. Talk to God. Pray Praying isn't preparing
3: for ministry. Prayer is ministry. We need to be standing in the gap for these women.
0: And then, I want to hear it all throughout this week. He's got the whole world. He's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world.
3: In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands.
0: Please stand with me. And let's sing this hymn of response. As we continue in worship, um, that's part of the service where we give back to God um, just a portion of of what He's blessed, so richly blessed us with. If you're at home listening on the podcast, please mail your gifts, tithes, and offerings to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, P.O. Box 2128, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. And if you're here, Uh, leave it at the offering station at the back. This morning's tithes and offerings are now received.
4: be seated. Because we are not strong enough to pray as we should, our Lord provides Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit to intercede for us in prayer. So it is with great confidence we come before God and ask that he hear and answer our prayers. Pray with me. Loving God, you have told us to seek and keep on seeking, to knock and keep on knocking, and to ask and keep on asking. Therefore, we come before you seeking, knocking, and asking, knowing that you will hear and answer our prayers. You have taught us in our prayers to remember the needs of all people. And so we come in the name of your son, Jesus, and bring the needs of the church, the world, and all in need to your loving care. We pray for our world and for all who live in turmoil and fear. Sovereign God, we lift up to you the leaders of this country and the world, especially those involved with the situation in Afghanistan. The world was grieved at the large loss of life this week, even as nations are working to evacuate their citizen and allies. We see the flags at half-mast today as a reminder. With just days remaining to accomplish their goals, we pray for the safety of all involved. We pray that those needing to get out of the country can successfully do that. We pray for leadership to control the forces of evil in that area, and we ask for your protecting hand on all. Hear the cries of the world's suffering. As we enjoy our lovely summer weather, we pray for the residents in the South where at this moment, Hurricane Ida is reaching land with all the problems hurricanes bring, high winds, flooding, torrential rains. We pray for people in its path that they may be safe and protected from the storm. We pray that after the storm passes, that all of the rescue units may be quickly activated and bring help where needed. We pray for those in other areas suffering from extended periods of extreme heat. Bring them relief, we pray. Make shelter available for those without means to cool themselves. Protect the weak. In our summertime weather conditions, we hear of new brush fires breaking out frequently and we see acres of land and beautiful homes destroyed. We pray that the fires now burning may be brought under control and that you may put up a protecting hand to other high-risk areas and prevent more from starting. We pray for the safety of the firefighters fighting day and night on the fire lines. Compassionate God, COVID and its Delta variety continue to be a serious health concern, as many people, even those fully vaccinated, are becoming infected. We ask for healing for the many who are sick and trying to recover their health. We pray that the vaccine may be received by citizens and this disease brought under control. We pray for healing for the sick, and we pray for renewed energy and protection for the caregivers. We pray for the teachers and children in the schools, that with wise guidance they may be safe. Give us the mind of Christ as we look upon our neighbors. Place in our hearts genuine care and concern for those who are suffering in any way. We pray for those who usually worship with us, but are absent due to sickness or failing strength. We pray for healing for all who are ill and need your touch. Gracious God, look with compassion on all who are sick. Cheer them with your word and bring healing as they need. We pray for our sister, Phyllis Smith, who is on hospice care. We ask that she be aware of those at her bedside and feel the love they give to her. Give her hope in your promises. May she feel peace from our very prayers and may her family feel comforted knowing they are not alone in this journey. And we pray for Gil Keller as he continues to deal with a number of medical issues. We pray that you bring him strength and healing. Hear our prayers, God of grace, and help us to fulfill them, working according to your purpose in peace, justice, and mercy in all we do through Jesus Christ the Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, And now would you please stand and sing our closing hymn, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name.
0: that everlasting song. Isn't that going to be a good day, right? Uh, This just in, next week, if you go to the children's ministry booth and you say any memory verse out of the Bible, you get a gold star. (laughs) (laughs) They they ordered them off Amazon, that's truth right there, that's fact. And now receive this morning's benediction and hopefully I'll see you next week. May God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your heart and your mind today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so.